when in doubt, emulate. Oh, my goodness. Sorry about that. When in doubt of anything, reaching a goal, figuring out a skill, figuring something out, when in doubt, emulate. I wish that rhymed, but it doesn't. I'm not a rapper, singer, songwriter, so I will have to just do for now. I'm giving you Entrepreneurial 101 Business Basic Tips from a seasoned entrepreneur, but I always love to go back to the basics because that is where the gift of the secrets are for me as an entrepreneur. Emulate. And by emulate, I mean find somebody in your immediate circle who's doing what you want and ask them how they did it. So there's a difference between emulate and copying. There's a difference between emulate, which I'm advocating, advocating for, and copying or admiring from afar. Those are okay, but the best strategy for success, in my opinion, is emulating. And I learned this in school very quite by, well, pretty much by accident. My grades were failing. And the same subjects, math, kept coming up. Math just didn't do it for me. It just wasn't one of my skills yet. I had to do it. One of the basic classes you needed to pass or you would fail the whole grade. And I kept failing and I kept failing over and over. And it would just finally get to the point where I would have to just skim by and I would end up with like a 50, but because everything else was higher, the average means got me through that year. But every year I struggled until I met Colin. Colin was a classmate that sat behind me in grade six, I believe. Very shy. Never heard him speak a word. He was so shy. The teacher would ask him and he would just nod his head ferociously. No, no, no. He wouldn't speak. I didn't realize that he was having a, you know, a, speed, a stutter uh, problem and a speaking impediment. Did not realize that. But I knew enough not to put him on the spot. So I waited until we had lunch and we went to the lunch cafeteria and I found him and I went and sat beside him and I said, hey, Colin, you know, I'm your buddy from whatever class. And um, I just happened to notice every time the teacher hands out your my math, I get like 50 if I'm lucky. And your math um, red mark on the top of your paper is always like 90 and he kind of grinned and he kind of turned a little bit of a red color, you know, because he was blushing. And I wasn't trying to flatter him, but I did. But I was simply recognizing and simply saying, I just happened to notice that you are like really awesome at math and I am really not. So I was wondering if, and I wasn't even talking about tutoring or had no idea of what tutoring was. I was simply saying or pleading my case that could you give me a hand and tell me how you do it because I know this brain ain't gonna work for me on this particular topic and I've tried over and over again it wasn't nothing was sticking and so I emulate success and I bring myself toward successful people in an area that I'm struggling with in that case and it has served me throughout my entire life and the quicker you can get to that position, the quicker you can recognize your weakness is usually through failure. So after three times of failing something now, after I try something like three times, you know, recently I've been learning how to 
axe. So you use an axe rather and split wood. It's not easy. It looks easy. It is totally not easy. And I had some instruction and I tried it and it, I really was bad at it. The second time I was really also bad at it. Third time I went, okay, I'm going to give this one last shot. And then I tried and failed. So this is pretty um, extreme. You don't want to fail when you have an ax in your hand. You know what I mean? So I thought, okay, I need an expert. So I went to the nearest person with a hammer or sorry, an ax, you know, chopping wood said, how do you do this? What do you do? And, I, and he couldn't even really explain it because he had been doing it so long that he was unconsciously competent. He was so competent, he was unconscious, meaning he was, he just did it in his sleep, so to speak. It's like tying your shoe. You've done it a million times. You don't think about it. You just do it, right? So he was so good at it. He didn't even think, which means he couldn't turn around and tell me how to do it. So I sat back and I said, I'm just going to watch. And so this is a form of emulating. Sometimes you can just watch somebody and try and let your brain figure out how they did it or how they are doing it. Asking questions is the second key in this area. Asking questions, verifying what you think you just saw them do, you know, um, clarifying helps you crystallize the, your technique. You might not do it exactly like they do it or in the time that they did it. A lot of my mentors are 70, 80 years old in biological years. And when I ask them, how did they do something that I, you know, write a book, for example, one of my book coaches, uh, author coaches, he said, I just found somebody that could publish it and told them to do it. <laughs> that is what he said because he's just so down to earth and that's what what he did do he recognized that his story was the book he didn't he didn't worry about how it was going to get written illustrated produced published sold all that stuff he just knew he had the best story he had lived the best story the grandfather of possibilities is all he had to do is come up with a title and then he got a tape recorder and recorded into the recorder. He goes, and that's all I did. I found people that knew how to do it because I wasn't going to reinvent the wheel. Somebody that was, you know, in their um, senior part, I would say for him, he's in the middle part. I expect he's going to be around for many, 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 many more decades. But my point is that asking for help at the right place, the right time, he had zero shame. In fact, he kind of gloated about it. He said, oh, I just found the right people. And they're so way better at all of those things like publishing than I am. The illustrator I got is a brilliant cartoonist. I mean, I'm so lucky I got them. He almost made it seem, well, definitely seem easy, but seemed like he, it was an enjoyable process. Whereas other authors, including myself, struggled through it, you know. I thought to myself, how am I ever going to do all of those things when, to write a book? And it became so overwhelming, I just didn't do it. And I quit so many times because it seemed, it's like, how am I going to walk to the top of a mountain when I have no shoes? I have no gear. I have no water. I mean, all of the things you focus on what you don't have. And then until you turn that around. And so turn it around, okay, I may not have all those things, but at least I know where to go to ask to have those things. 
Ask and It Is Giveth is one of the best books I've ever read on asking, the art of asking, become good at asking. I want to leave this one final tip. All the people around you on your speed dial, so your immediate circle of people, that's the best place to start to look as to what is one thing that that one person, just take one person at a time, what is the one thing that your best friend is really, really good at, i.e. sailing, you don't know how to sail. Good example. Uh, building a fire, never built a fire, that kind of thing. What of all the people that are around you, can they do really well that you do not, you've yet to learn? Or maybe you're intermediate, or maybe like my good friend Heather is an incredible sewer. I mean, the stuff she makes is just out of this world. And I don't even know how to hold a, a needle and thread, right? So she would be someone that maybe eventually I might say to, you, to her, are you, are you taking it? Are you giving any classes? Can I mentor under you? Can you teach me? Something like that. So knowing where you're, where you're at in terms of skill level and then asking somebody in your immediate area, Oh, I noticed you published a book. Can I ask you a question or two about it? doesn't mean you have to, they have to do anything. Just asking questions, the power of asking a question to somebody, they'll never say no. They may say not yet, call me back or something like that, but they'll never say no. The most powerful thing you can do to engage and build rapport with anybody, stranger or best friend or anybody, is to ask them questions about their successes or even just one success. I noticed you retired recently. How did you do that? Asking open-ended questions. How did you feel about it? Did you have any concerns? What are you going to do now after retirement? Those powerful questions that are, that's the gold in learning something new. Find someone that's done it. Ask them how they did it. I hope this helps you get further faster to the direction of your dreams. And I will end on this 10-minute free podcast.